Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And joining me, my co-host for the day, Miss Jennifer Valentine. Hey. How Thanks are you? for having me. I'm great. Oh my gosh. Thank you for joining. See, like we missed you so much last week for our special edition of the parenting show because you were on vacation, but did you have a good one? I know. I keep taking vacations during the special editions. Please don't take offense. I'm not doing that on purpose. It just, it's I don't know. Summer and All it's... the parents at home listening are like, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm on track. I'm not going to miss another one. But yeah, I'm, this is a makeup for last week. Yes. Oh, because we Sandra's not here, mm-hmm. but I've got you. Yeah. And, uh, and so far, I know that we're just into summer, but you having a good one? I'm having a great summer. You know, I know people are saying it's too hot, but listen, I like this oh. better than the winter. I am not going to complain about this. I am heat. not Bring complaining either. And you had a great long weekend. I, I know did, it was last weekend, but you know. Um, yeah. Canada Day. So good. Yeah. So good. Loving the heat. Loving I, the sun. I was... Uh, one of the hosts for the Q107 Canada Day picnic with all the rock bands and the cover bands and oh, it nice. a Led Zeppelin cover band, a Queen cover band, Prince, Bob Marley. It was fantastic. Where was it? It was right over here at Woodbine Park. They do oh, it every year. Nice. Big celebration. It's packed. Beer. Oh, you know what? I did see pictures. Yeah. And, and you it, had, yeah, you were all dressed up. I know. You know, despite Beautiful. the heat, there were a lot of people there. And uh, yeah, I know. I ha- I bought that little red suit with the shorts. Um it was so linen, cute. especially for that day. And I'm like, it's too hot to wear this. I should be wearing a bikini. But I still wore I think, it because I, I think bought the guys it just like for that, that day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe 20 years ago, they would have liked it. Right now, a nice little oh, jacket please. was perfect. <laughs> well, we've got someone else joining us in the studio today. Dr. Sandy Scott and Nikki, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So, Dr. Scott and Nikki, you're a mom of three and you've got yep. three stepkids. Yep. And so what, it's like five boys and one girl between the ages of 11 it's like and the Brady 19. Bunch. It's the Brady Bunch. Yeah. 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 It, it has its ups and downs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and I'd imagine really busy on top of being a dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty busy. We try not to, we just sort of, uh, and we have two dogs too. So it, oh, it's geez, a bit nuts. Like, yeah. Just add more to the mix, right? <laughs> it's a bit nuts. And but, you wrote a book that was just released uh, May 15th. Yeah, May 15th. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's, uh, yeah, it's a very exciting time. Very it's called time. Beyond Soap, mm-hmm. The Real Truth About What You Are Doing to Your Skin and How to Fix It for a Beautiful, Healthy Glow. Great. We can oh, fix geez. it. I See, I didn't know that stuff. Well, We're going to find out today some some interesting things. It's a very long title. The original co- was just supposed to be How to Fix It, but we had to we had to lengthen it for various reasons. Oh, well, but I like it because it, it tells you exactly what you're going to get out of it when you read this book. Exactly. And it's a best-selling Yes, on Amazon. Yes, it is. Congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm not surprised. I've been, I, I've been flipping through it and it's got everything in here. And when we think skin, I think, okay, as a mom, I think of two things. Mm-hmm. I think of my kids and I think of myself. Right. The husbands don't come into play for some reason. They just, I don't, they whatever. Don't, they don't, don't care about their skin. Deal with it on your own. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's what I'm always thinking about. And like the kids, I run a Facebook mom group. Mm-hmm. Uh, for hey anyone listening that wants to join we're called the chic mamas and uh, just do a little search on facebook and you'll find us request to join uh, basically it's all about support and helping one another and and laughing and sharing and it's a really great community and one of the things that pops up all the time which i actually don't allow in my group are pictures 
of that these moms put up of their children and these rashes. Oh, saying, rashes. What is this? I get that. And all I'm the like, time. oh my God, don't post it in the group. And the reason why is because, you know, we're not doctors. Well, it grosses people out. <laughs> well, you know, that too. But, we're can, not, I, I but can, we all think we're doctors. Yes. Oh, I know what that is and I know what you should put on yeah, it. Right? Just put a little bit of coconut oil on that. <laughs> That'll, that clears everything. Do you know, I want to tell you a funny story. When patients uh, and friends often say, oh, you know, my, my friend told me to do this and told me to do this. I, if you had a problem with your car, would you go and ask your friend or would your friend actually comment, oh, it's probably the the fan belt, but everyone's a doctor. Everyone, right? everybody always thinks they know something about medicine, which is yeah, interesting. No. And part of it is because there's so much written. There's so many blogs. There's so many things. There's lots of great information. There's lots of misinformation or information taken out of context. So that's part See, of the reason I wrote the book. Well, I'm yeah. glad you did because now when when someone puts up those pictures and before you know what I mean when I go take them down because right. I delete them I'm like we are not giving medical advice in this group if you're not a doctor um I'm gonna tell people beyond soap (laughs) Dr. Scott Nikki go check it out um so yeah I'm really really um I'm I'm looking forward to like getting into it and talking about all this stuff with you today because I know that it's something a topic that parents are really interested in hey I see like I said Mm -hmm. I see it all the time they're always posting about it right so hopefully you know parents for those of you guys that are listening, buy your radio right now. Maybe get like a pen and some paper. Take down some notes and buy the book regardless, but take some notes too, right? Yeah. What do you think? For yeah. Sure. We're going to cover off a lot of things. So stick around because we are going to be back and we're going to get, let's say, down and dirty. And yeah. I don't know. We'll find out if we need soap to, to wash it off or not with Dr. Scott and Nikki and Jennifer Valentine right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are in studio with my co-host for the day, Jennifer Valentine. And Dr. Scott Nicky, dermatologist and author of Beyond Soap. So we're talking skincare today. And um, the title of this book, Mm -hmm. Beyond Soap, really has me wondering like what on earth is she talking about like so what beyond soap does that mean like there's all these different products that we need to be using Mm -hmm. what exactly does it mean you know what I mean and then I'm thinking about my kids which I'm constantly using different things on them like shampoos and there's different ingredients I I don't read those ingredients I do when I put something when I'm eating something but not when I'm putting something on my head it's tough because they're very complex on the back of the on the back of the bottle the the title it was sort of um it was a it was a hard decision to come to. We had a lot of lot of discussions about it, but the the sort of working title was "Stop Washing," right? Because Stop washing. and then then we said we can't use a negative on a title. So beyond soap is to think be like we've come as a society to we have to move beyond over cleaning, over washing because it's actually causing disease, and we can come back to exactly See, how that is. A lot is. of parents, like Jen, yeah. when you know when the kids were younger. When Jax and Georgia were younger, like, were you one of those moms that were bathing them constantly? Uh, I don't bathe my kids yeah. daily. 
Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to actually. The, Ameri- the American Academy Score for of, me. Yeah, Ameri- <laughs> they don't get they don't get as smelly as they do when they get older, right? When they get older yeah, and they go through puberty, and, and yeah, then yeah. I'm telling them you better have a shower mm-hmm. every single day. Like, I have a shower every day, and sometimes I have a yeah. bath too every day. In so addition to the shower, yes. Before I go to bed, so I'll have a shower in the morning. I might have a bath before I go to bed. Look at you. Look at that. People are agreeing. People in the room. We, our our huge producer Julia is like, yeah, man. There's audience of one. There's a big. uh, It's a social norm to do that, and it feels good. But what what I try to do in the book is explain the science behind why it could be detrimental. If we can just start with kids, um, and just to go back a little bit about sort of policy or, or, you know, something that's written down somewhere. It's not just my viewpoint, but the American Academy of Dermatology, to which I belong, uh, came out in 2016 to say, you know, you don't need to bathe your children if they're not dirty. Partly because it's the when the kids are young, in particular in the first few years of life, there's something called the skin microbiome. I'm sure you've heard about the microbiome. It's the bacteria, right, that live on us and mm-hmm. in us. We know a lot about the gut, but the skin is just really starting to come to the forefront. What we need the microbiome on the skin to teach the immune system in kids. And also, so when you're over bathing and over washing them, you, you, can, you can affect it. Yeah, we don't exactly know how, but we're, we know that we're doing something. So They're, years ago, back in the day, <laughs> uh, years ago, they, they didn't have a lot of baths. No. Because they didn't have and the water. And eczema and asthma and hay fever were less prominent. Yes. And that's the connection. Um, the connection has been a lot with the gut microbiome and something called the hygiene hypothesis where if you were, it, it's complicated, but it's, the, the skin part is now coming full circle in that um, the gut's important, but the skin microbiome is the bacteria that teach our immune system during the first year of life. The skin microbiome needs an acidic environment. Our skin pH is 5. And soap, a traditional bar of soap like ivory. Will strip that. Well, it's they're alkaline. They're ten, right? So you're going to disrupt the pH of the skin. You're going to remove the bacteria. You are. Have we done something to the skin so that um, we can't train our immune system? And then we've got eczema, allergies, and and uh, asthma. So there was a study two weeks ago. It's actually longer now, probably a month ago, in the Annals of Immunology, linking the skin barrier mm-hmm. with peanut allergy. So let's let's wow. talk a little bit about the skin barrier, and this comes back to soap. So the analogy I really make in the book, which is very simple, the science I try to make really easy to understand, is to think of your skin like a brick wall, and the outer part of your skin. So it's like our armor, and the bricks are the cells, and the mortar are your natural oils. Water, just even water, so when you have your bath and you're soaking in there, <laughs> is removing the mortar. And soap, fall apart, soap is, is, is furthermore <laughs> removing that mortar. So what happens is you get a leaky wall. And when you have a leaky wall, you're actually, you're thinking you're washing your kid and you're, you're doing good and you're you know, helping their skin, but you're actually removing their barrier. You're actually leaving their barrier open for damage. So germs can come in. One of them is peanut allergy that we think through dust mite. Wow. And, and maybe that's why that we have an increase in that. See, that's only one factor. It's, much, it's very complex. It's not just that. But That's interesting though because mm-hmm. my daughter Samantha who's my oldest, she's seven. And uh, so she's got uh, eczema Mm-hmm. Which she probably got from me. Is it hereditary? Partly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She totally got. We it don't from understand. Me. A horrible completely. mother. Yeah. Um, but she's got a uh, cashew and pistachio allergy. So mm-hmm. not peanut, but well, it's nuts. Is it's so a nut. it's a nut thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Because when I was young, I knew a, a boy in school who had the nut allergy, yeah. and we couldn't have peanut butter around him. And this was so unheard of. Nobody yeah. had this, and I'm mm-hmm. like freaking out. I'm like. 
so you mean you can't eat peanut butter? <laughs> and then now it seems like everybody Everyone has, has some kind well, of... it's an yeah. epidemic. The, the United Nations have called... Um, the term for non-communicable diseases is like asthma, eczema, um, hay fever, um, obesity, also, also these chronic inflammatory conditions. Mm-hmm. They, they, the United Nations calls it um, non-communicable diseases. And it's an epidemic in slow motion. And part of it is because of our way we've changed our microbiome in our skin and our gut. And part of that is how we wash and use soap. You know, we have clean water, clean homes, clean environments, clean bodies, overwashing. We've changed this microenvironment that we've The hand with. sanitizer. No, hand yes. sanitizer is good. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So the only, I thought that was a horrible thing. No, the one thing that... Don't, don't have oh, the bath, but put the hand sanitizer <laughs> all over your body. No, not all over your body, just your hands. Because one of the reasons people want to be clean is because they're concerned about germs and they don't want to get sick, right? But it's making and us sick. It's making us sick. And, but the only thing that actually you need to, to really, truly prevent the spread of disease, like especially in a place like we live in North America, is hand washing. And that's been proven time and time again. So one of the messages I don't want people to get from this book is that you need to wash your hands. Wow. Yes. Well, you know what? When we get back from the break, I want to know what exactly overwashing is and how often we should be washing these kids and ourselves. So stick around. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And with me in studio today, we've got Dr. Sandy Scott Nikki, dermatologist, author of Beyond Soap, um, and my co-host for the day, the lovely Jennifer Valentine. So Jen, Jen just so happy to be here. Thank you. I love having you in the studio. We have so much fun together. Thanks. Yeah, we do. It's, we're friends. Yeah, it's good Why? times. And now yeah. I just I found out some some fun stuff about you that you shower and bathe I like in a to day. Be, I like to be clean. <laughs> yeah, I figured that out. Yeah, actually, that's a good segue into discussing um, what is the difference between being clean and hygienic. And if you ask most people, I even asked you, ladies, you would probably say they're the same, right? Well, yeah. yeah, but yeah. they're so they're not. So to be hygienic is washing your hands, preventing the spread. So the act of a hy- being hygienic is to prevent the, the spread of disease, right? When you think yeah. about it, cleanliness is the absence of dirt and feeling fresh. It's so a, maybe you don't have to a, wash your whole body. Maybe just the parts. That's and that's what <laughs> I, and, and very good. My, in my book, I say you need to wash your bits. Your bits. Your bits. bits. I like yes. that. Bits. bits. Yeah. Your lady so bits. So <laughs> it's the washing of the whole body that maybe, especially in young kids, that has potentially caused this increase in, in eczema and asthma. The, the bathing and the, the washing every day is a societal norm because we like to feel clean. It's also relaxing. The yeah, CDC... Because they say, they say to bathe these kids, you know, bathe them before bedtime every night. It'll who's help they? them sleep. Who's they, by the way? Yeah, see, I don't even know. Yeah, people. It's because things it's, I hear. <laughs> it's I hate to say it. It's marketing, and and uh, you, know you know what? The, that's so the, true. The guy in the Irish Spring ad, you know, <laughs> sudsing his whole body up. I mean, we've been told that's what we need to do, and the medical community keeps trying to push back and say, no, don't. 
And but it's we're you know go you go into the drugstore and you've got the five hundred gallon thing of body oh, wash yeah. and, and it's with full lavender of, and, and it's full of fragrances yeah. that are problematic and it's full of preservatives that are potentially problematic, um, you know, and it's all going down the drain on top of it. Never mind the carbon footprint of the water. So there's just so many reasons that we don't need to wash so much. So, so what pro- I want to know what products we should use on our body then if the you know there's chemicals and so what do you use on your hair? What do you use so on your body? So the first thing is let's let's sort of debunk chemical right because there's this sort of um, knee jerk response that I want to go natural. Whether it's poison ivy or a paraben preservative, it's still a chemical, and your body still has to deal with it. Your immune system has to deal with it. So this sort of this part of the reason we have an issue with reactions to personal care products. Um, the FDA reported in 2016 a 125-fold uh, increase in reported reactions to skincare, shampoo, body washes, baby washes, everything over a three-year period. I mean, it's an epidemic. We mm-hmm. see as a derm- in der- as dermatologists people reacting to personal care products almost every day. So what is the best thing to use? It's complicated because there is so much stuff. I've th- What my book has tried to do is it's not about what's best. It's about less is more. Less I is do more. go okay. into detail about what products or what ingredients actually are allergenic, what products can irritate. But I don't talk about what's carcinogenic or potentially harmful because I don't actually know all that information. I'm not a toxicologist. Okay. Okay. So what about I use um, like a vegan shampoo and conditioner. So a lot of people think vegan. Okay. Like then that's got to be good for me. But that's the thing. You you just think it's got to be good for you. I always say poison ivy is natural. Arsenic's natural. Just because it comes from the earth or it's plant derived does not necessarily mean. mean, No. and, And that's part of the reason why we have a problem. You know, uh, there was a report a few weeks ago that lavender and tree tea oil were endocrine disruptors in young boys and caused, caused breast development. You know, people run around all worried about parabens and phthalates, and I agree that there are issues with those. But to go just natural because you think it's better is not logical. It's not science-based, and it doesn't... It's about less. You don't need 50 plant, plant-based things in your vegan shampoo. Mm-hmm. You need 10. And um, so that's what I'm trying to get across with the book. So when we're bathing... What should we be using? Is it like water and a bar of soap? Okay, so let's break down like soap. our children. Yeah, let's break down soap a little bit. Soap, I mean, we could talk about soap forever, but soap is very complicated. Um, most of the things that are on the market now aren't soap. Soap is old-fashioned. That You take a lye and a vegetable thing and you, you have this reaction. It's very alkaline and very drying and damaging to the skin. So most of the stuff that's in the drugstore, like your Dove bar, your Cetaphil bar, those are actually synthetic detergents. So those are the types of things you should be using. I don't particularly love body washes because they have all kinds of fragrances and mm-hmm. plant stuff. and la- You don't need all that stuff, especially not for children. You know, you don't need strawberry mango shampoo. And, and your baby doesn't need <laughs> But it la- smells la- so good. Right. But they, they get that from you. So you can drive it. You can drive yeah. it. That's why I say to parents. You can drive that. Um, and there's, it's just, especially if your children have a problem or if they come from a family that has eczema. That's exactly yeah. my family. There is a, a study showing that if you have eczema and you have a child, if you moisturize the child from the neck down with um, sunflower seed oil or coconut, virgin coconut oil, you can decrease their chances of getting eczema. Because remember we talked about that skin barrier, that brick yeah. wall. It, genetically, um, the uh, if you have it in your family, that brick wall isn't functioning properly. So you can repair it from birth and hopefully prevent that progression. Does that the, work, coconut oil? It does. 
It okay. does in the studies. Wow. It did. And what happens when you're getting older and your children are getting older and you didn't do that? They That's do have exactly eczema. what I was going to say. What do you Ask. put on the eczema? Do you still put coconut oil mm-hmm. on? So I have a list of products that I've kind of vetted in the in the book that have mm-hmm. no fragrance, no top of allergenic ingredients, um, no problematic things that you know people worry about like parabens and things. Um, and so it, I try to give people options, also price point. But um, virgin coconut oil and sunflower seed oil have been shown scientifically, it's not just like my opinion, to be very beneficial to repair your skin barrier and help with eczema. I have a little dry spot, mm-hmm. one spot on my head, and sometimes it comes back. Where? So uh, Jenna's pointing to like, like her hairline, the top of her like forehead. Like the top of my hairline, and it comes and it goes. Mm-hmm. The only thing that is ever helped coconut it. oil right? it's coconut oil. and it still yeah. comes back and when it comes back I put the coconut oil on it for about a week yeah. and then it goes away it will always come back probably part of that is your shampoo it's, it's, well, this is what I was thinking yeah. too shampoos are in yeah have really been a problem um, we can maybe talk about them in more detail but um, they are a real big problem in dermatology right now. And I guess it's something that people don't think about when it comes to skincare. But there's a connection there. We're going to talk about that uh, as soon as we get back. So stick around. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We're talking all things skincare today uh, when it comes to our kids, when it comes to us. And joining me in studio, we've got Dr. Scott Nicky, dermatologist, author of Beyond Soap, and my co-host for the day, Ms. Jennifer Valentine, who was just talking to us about this like dry patch that you have on I your know, head. I know, gross. I can't believe I'm like, admitting <laughs> this. Yeah, it's like... I'm sure little... there are many people listening that are like, oh my God, I get that too. Yes, it's on my head and it's only in, like it's, it's actually in two areas. It's like right here, like at the top of my head and then right down at the side by my temple. And uh, it's dry. I put coconut oil on it for mm. a few days and then it, it eventually goes, goes away. Back. But it probably will come back. If I, especially when I color my hair too, it the burning angry. sensation of the color. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that the, and shampoo. So one of the concepts in the book, if I, I just digress for a second, is that we're in Western societies, we're kind of caught in this um, trap. So we want to be, we like being clean because it makes us feel good. We like to wash our hair. It smells good. We like to have a bath and a shower every day. But what happens is we actually damage our skin and our hair. We're, 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 we're removing our oils and our barriers. Yeah, because they say so you then shouldn't you have, wash your hair every day. Right, well, that, and that's the same sort of argument with the skin. But so what we do to combat is we put stuff on, yes. right? We put moisturizer, we put hair oils, we put conditioners. We put, so we're stuck in this this sort of cycle, cycle. we're da- damaging it with washing and soaps and detergents. We have to put on stuff to repair. But now what's happening is we're reacting to all this stuff, not all of it, but a lot of it, and we're maybe causing disease like eczema and asthma from the washing. So so then the point is, is well, how do you get out of that? Yeah, you can wash your hair less. You can use a dry shampoo. Um, we, we have this rule in dermatology that rashes on sort of the scalp line, like you're talking about, or on the neck or around the ears, People don't think that it's their shampoo, but your shampoo, your, your scalp actually is quite resistant to reactions to, to things in your shampoo, but your skin on the, on the surfaces around, like so scalp line, neck and ears, 
Um, we see people all the time who've come in and say, I've changed this, I've changed my face wash, I don't, I, you know, I've mm-hmm. stopped eating dairy, I stopped yes. gluten. I go, it's your shampoo, right? And um, because shampoos have a, um, I mean, if you if we had five bottles right now and to look at the back, they have usually 40 or 50 ingredients. And really, technically, to have something work, you need about 10. And all of that extra stuff is just, I talk about it in the book as a cumulative irritation. Kind of talk of it like smoke for your skin. Uh-huh. If you have asthma and you smoke, your asthma gets worse, right? You're not allergic to the smoke. Smoke didn't cause a disease. Your skin's the same way. If you have 50 ingredients, right, that are washing over your face, plus your toner, plus your cleanser, plus your makeup, plus your, by the time you're finished your it's day, too much. it's 300 ingredients in this like smoke for your skin. And your smoke's going, your skin's going, I don't like this. And you get patches of dryness. It's not about, it's not about so having dandruff. So we need to start or, yeah. like... Pairing back. It's yeah. about less is more. And it's hard because we live in the society and I'm I'm the same way. Like I like to smell nice. I like to, it, it's about when you have a problem understanding and not being fed into the marketing machine of going getting another product or I need a dandruff shampoo or I need a special this, or, I need a special that. The reason you get worse when you dye your hair is the chemicals are irritating and your skin's already irritated there and it's lighting up. But those spat, those patches are there already. Just give me a shampoo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tell me no, what shampoo exactly. to buy. Don't that's tell me the know. kind. I need I a shampoo. What do right. I buy? So um, <laughs> the shampoo, it's hard because fragrance-free shampoos are, are challenging. People don't like them. And, and the problem um, is that everybody's different. I mean, what I suggest to you may be not the same as for somebody else. So it is a bit trial and error. Um, a couple shampoos. Um, free and clear is a shampoo that you can get on Amazon online. It has like six ingredients. Free, oh, free and, and clear. clear. Nature Clear is another one. Um, <gasps> and then um, there's a dentist actually from California. A patient brought this to my attention. Uh, her shampoo and skincare line is called Clear. C- it's a play on words, C-L-E-U-R-E. There's again, no oh. fragrances, um, no um, parabens, no formaldehyde preservatives, stuff like that, that just potentially could irritate you. And that's what you should definitely be using on your kids, not mango strawberry shampoo. <laughs> I Ooh, love mangoes that. and strawberry. I know. <laughs> but hold on, now talking about shampoo, I'm one of those people that are like, okay, um, I need the suds. Yeah. There's because still suds. the suds. Oh, does it? Okay, that's what I was going to say. Because then I don't feel clean. What about I the have conditioner? The what about the conditioner? Yeah. Well, and, well, if you didn't, technically, you need to wash your scalp. You don't need to wash your whole hair unless you're putting tons of product in. You have very long hair. So you can wash your scalp and rinse the rest. You can use dry shampoo in between. Um, You know, uh, you can condition just the ends. And now, hold on. Wait, now Mm -hmm. now now my brain is going. Um, So I work out like about four times a week. I do kickboxing and I get Mm -hmm. really sweaty sweaty and gross. That's tough. I know. So what do I do then? Like, well, I mean, you have to wash. You do have to wash. You just dry don't... shampoo in between, but or like the oh, other I thing is, is, you don't have. <laughs> Jen's looking at me all gross. No, out. because like, there are people. You need, you need a yeah. shower and a bath, Pina. <laughs> but I do envy these people. I have a girlfriend, and she washes her hair once a week, and mm-hmm. it always looks fantastic. And yeah. she said because my scalp is used to it, because yeah. she's yeah, not producing it, the oils like we produce. Yeah. Like, and it, or her hair doesn't get all oily and, mm-hmm. and. I mean, there's this movement of this dirty like, looking. They're, they're they're called the no poo no pooers, right? Like they don't shampoo their hair and there's a I, I mean I, name, I'm though. not I'm not <laughs> suggesting that that's what everybody do but you know when you talk to these people I actually interviewed one for my book there is a point where you go through it's gross and it's slimy and it's greasy and 
And then all of a sudden it starts to normalize. Yeah. Wow. After three or six months. So after I used three to, or so, oh. but that's but that's what we're talking about again. That destructive cycle. Yeah. Like our yeah. skin. That's you know, how you get back. Mm, yeah. Wow. But I used to wash my hair every day. Now I'm every second day. I try to push it, mm-hmm. and I did today mm-hmm. to three. But, and, and you if look I fantastic. push it to three, oh well, thanks. No, I still feel because I want to do it every three days, but I, I just did you uh, use a dry shampoo? I I don't like dry shampoo. Okay, I need a good dry shampoo. A, it one, seems like the, like the one that I recommend a lot, and the one that I use is chlor- chlorine, C L O R A I N E, and that's also in the book. Yeah. C-L-O-R. Well, while Jen writes that down, we're going to take a quick break because uh, I want to talk about something that uh, is going on right now. The sun. Yep. And skincare. So stick around. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking skincare, and uh, and we just even just had a whole conversation about hair as well. Jen, that was interesting. It was shampoo. How often we wash our hair? What, what I'm going through, you know? right? You know, I, I wanted um, to know. Yeah, but with the summer, we've got uh, you know the sun, and we're like. It's hot right now. It's hot. It's sunny. And uh, and skincare comes into play. And sunscreens come into play and for ourselves and for those kids. Was that, that last we have. year or the year before that the sunscreen, there was a problem. People were applying it and it was burning the skin. That was oh, kind yeah. of scary. Yeah. The babies. On their kids. The babies yeah. had the blisters. Yeah. 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 So, we Dr. Never, Scott Nikki, let's the, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about sun and sunscreen and so number one, uh, you, you got to wear sunscreen. Okay, I wear sunscreen every day. There's people say, "Oh, you don't need to." It doesn't. There's evidence that it doesn't help. There is like so many, so many studies I could tell you in sight right now. The biggest one comes from Australia that shows sun regular application of sunscreen decreases the incidence of skin cancer and aging. Yeah, that's that, that's one you use for the young people. Now there are but, different skin types because we were talking, Pina and I, before you came in, and I said, "Well, you have great skin because you're Italian and mm-hmm. you never burn." So. Whereas your daughter, Georgia, is is fair and will burn fair. And I tell her, you, I tell her about skin cancer. And I said, you don't understand. You have to wear a sunscreen. Of course, she's a kid. She wants to walk out without sunscreen, maybe even sit in the sun. The the argument you want to use with young kids, the only one I've felt that works in my office is aging. In fact, the um, American Academy of Dermatology had these great posters with like this beautiful body in a bikini and an old woman's face on the on no. the because if that's the only argument you're gonna you're gonna win with teenagers not only but some uh, men it hits young home. boys seem yeah. to be better with sunscreen use sunscreen in in kids and young kids it's so important because a lot of the sun damage occurs really early and you're when you're you know before the age of 10 so as oh, wow. parents we really want to make sure that we get our kids into the habit of, of protecting themselves so when it comes to okay I'm a sun whore I'm just I said it That's I, what love, people are I saying. love the sun <laughs> word is spreading <laughs> and I guys I, I'm gonna admit I am not a sunscreen person mm. like you know, I just started into like a skincare, um, you know, routine a few years back. And so my moisturizer has, it's an SPF. There's, you know, 
there's an SPF in there. Um, but that's about it. I don't really go and put sunscreen all over my body. Mm-hmm. So when you say you use sunscreen every day, like, is it from like head to toe? No, no, no. On my face, I do. Okay. And then when I'm out in the sun, like doing something like running or biking or whatever, I will make sure. I also cover up. And that's another thing with kids. You can cover them up with what's called UPF clothing. So the clothing has a, a rating like 50 or 30. And so, and you get them in a hat, you get them used to wearing a hat, and then you just have to wear sunscreen or put sunscreen on their hands or their feet um, for really young kids. But uh, it's tougher. Like you've got olive skin. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're not going to burn and you're not, you know, you don't see the effects of the sun, but um, you will age more quickly. You oh will, gosh, you will get more that. wrinkles. You will get more brown spots and it'll happen. Like you'll just, one day you'll wake it's up gross. and you'll have brown spots and you're like, well, I wasn't in the sun this summer. You're, every no, it was time, like from 10 years ago. Right. Well, it's, of no, 10 it's, consecutive years It's accumulated. Well, it's that's like, the other thing. People yeah. who smoke too, and they don't think it's going to affect their skin. As if I'm the expert, but no. this is what I hear. No, <laughs> got Dr. Jennifer and Dr. Pina here. The sun are the two biggest elements. And the third one now is pollution. Another reason to wear sunscreen, actually, we, we've been talking a lot about um, UV damage, but now we're starting to talk about pollution damage. And yes. people that live in big cities uh, age more quickly and get more brown spots. So sunscreens that have like a physical block, like a titanium or zinc. Mm-hmm. So you get both, you get three, you can, if you get a tinted one, I was just answering this question the other day, you can kill three birds with one stone. You wear, oh, tell me which So you got a moisturizer, so you got a, <laughs> a foundation because it's got tint. It's okay. got titanium and zinc, so you're going to have a bit of UV block. And it's going to, it's a physical block against pollution. So you're getting all three with one product. Okay, which one is it? Um, there's a bunch <laughs> of different ones. Now. I like, yeah, I like Clinique City Block that's tinted. Mm. Um, La Roche-Posay has a tinted uh, titanium. You know, there's, there's tons of them. But um, the face and neck is very important to wear your sunscreen every day. And when you're out and about doing things in the middle of the day, you should wear sunscreen because patients like yourself that have darker skin mm-hmm. are, and that get incidental high exposure like in the summer or they go on vacation – they're the ones that have the higher risk of melanoma. Wow. See, the, like... the person who works outside, like the landscaper, the construction worker, who gets a lot of sun day after day, year after year, they don't usually get the melanomas. They get the non-melan, like the basal cells and mm-hmm. the non-life-threatening. But it's the people who are like the weekend warriors that get the melanomas. Oh, that would be me. Yeah. yeah. See? Because I never, ever sit in the sun. And then mm-hmm. I might sit in the sun. If I go on vacation, I'll come home with some color. And it's right. very rare. Yeah. So. That's me. See? Mm. Yeah. And there's a statistic that one blistering sunburn increases your risk of melanoma by 50%. Wow. 50%. Yep. Okay, Can you talk well, to my daughter, uh, please? I'm going to get her on the phone right now. Yeah. I'm calling her right? Now. I'm yeah. just, I'm, you know, crapping my pants here listening to this. <laughs> Jeez. But okay, before we take a quick break, quickly, you know, we've got to put sunscreen on the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And now's the summertime, but we don't want to overwash them. Yeah, so that that is a that's a problem as well. Hold that thought. We're gonna yeah. come back. Yeah. We're gonna come back. Parents listening, stay by your radio because I know that you're gonna definitely wanna hear what Dr. Scott Nikki has to say about this. You're listening to the parenting show right here on Global News Radio, six forty Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And joining me in studio, we've got dermatologist and author of Beyond Soap, Dr. Sandy scott Nikki, and my lovely co-host for the day, the beautiful and talented Jennifer Valentine. Um, ladies. Shucks. I see. Thanks. Um, we're talking about all things skincare, uh, ourselves, our kids. And one question that I had before mm-hmm. the break was, okay, if we've got to put sunscreen on these mm-hmm. kids, which... Mm-hmm is important we all know that and the risk of skin cancer we want to make sure that our kids are safe but we don't want to overwash them either right. you don't want them well, going to bed with sunscreen all over them and yeah sweat. what do we do so that that and that's a difficult difficult topic so let's just digress for a second and say part of the reasoning for writing the book is if if your kids haven't done anything why are you putting them in the bathtub and scrubbing their whole body that's the first thing you don't need to do that water is a solvent rinse them. When you're bathing a young kid, throw them in the bathtub. Don't put anything in there. Let them do their play. As the water is rinsing out, then you suds them up because you don't want them sitting in suds and Mm -hmm. chemicals and stuff. So that should be the last thing. So the order should be different. If they've been out making mud pies, if you had sunscreen on them all day, by all means, bathe them, you know, wash them. Mm-hmm. Use a, use something that is what we call synthetic detergent with no bells and whistles, no fragrances, no extra stuff, no organic stuff. And wash, <laughs> you know, give them a light rinse. But don't, don't, um, don't bathe them and wash them if they don't need to be. And, you know, once or twice a week is really all you need to do. If it's summer and you're wearing sunscreen, then, of course, rinse it off, wash it off. See, that's good to know. I am a quick, my husband will take forever bathing the kids. And I'm like, I got three. Okay, they're two and a half, five and seven. I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the girls now, the five and seven year olds. I will actually put them in the shower. Yeah, um, better. And I go quick, 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 like yeah. five minutes. Marcus, my little guy, I'll do what what you said. Mm-hmm. Let him play, and then soap him up, rinse it off fast. It yep. doesn't sit there on the skin, and then that's it. So usually I'm a, a mom fail when we have these no, shows, you're, you're doing well. <laughs> but I like this one. I, I'm winning. I'm winning and I love it. plus. There we go. (laughs) Well, maybe just an A. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I thought I was going to get away with that. Um, So thank you so much for joining us today, Jennifer Valentine and Dr. Sandy Scott and Nikki. Um, If people want to pick up this book, which I'm... Listen, parents, Jen and I have been like flipping through it. We have. And it's like... It's easy just to pick up like a little section and, and, you know, read on something, you know, specific that you want to touch upon, whether it's shampoos or or washing your kid or lips and sunscreen. Um, So it's a really, really cool book that you have here. And if people want to pick it up, where can they find it? Um, So it's at Indigo um, and uh, it's on Amazon.ca.com, Google Play, Barnes and Noble. It's available in the U.S. as well. And randomly, we'll be in Czech Republic and Vietnam in the next Oh, wow. Um, yeah, which is exciting. That is um, exciting. So, yeah. And then my website is basically my name, www.drsandyscottnicky.com. And you can ask me questions. I can review product for you if you have an ingredient question, anything wow. like that. And Scott Nicky, for those of you listening at home, it's <laughs> S-K-O-T-N-I-C-K-I. So, yes. uh, Doctor, is it drscottnicky.com or just... Dr. Sandy Okay, so definitely check it out. Like, look, I just flipped through the book and there's a whole section on nail cosmetics. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, wow. No. See? You We're need gonna, to get the book, people. We're going to read about it. We can't talk about yeah. everything because no. if we did, then nobody would buy the book. That's <laughs> exactly. right. So go go get the book. And well uh, <laughs> don't bathe your kids too much. Something. <laughs> yeah. Buy the book. Don't bathe your kids too much. Wear sunscreen. Yeah. That's right. right.
There you go. And, and, and don't forget, make sure your bits are clean. Yes. <laughs> wash your bits. If Only wash you, your bits. If you tuned in late and you want to catch the show, you can always listen back on our podcast, which is on 640toronto.com. And you can subscribe to iTunes. That'd be really nice. We'll also be posting it on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. And for all of you guys listening at home, guess what? We've got a giveaway. We're going to give away one of Dr. Scott and Nikki's books, Beyond Soap. All you have to do is hit up our Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Parenting show to find out how you can win that is it for us but we hope that you'll join us next week same time same place right here on global news radio 640 toronto